Hello and welcome to a very special idle pod thing of sketches. We have for you today a load of hilarious sketches written and performed by the members of the Idle Playthings, the comedy society from Bath Spa University. But before we get to them, we wanted to give you a behind the scenes look of how we actually write those sketches. So we recorded a clip of our latest Zoom writers room to give you an idea of how we get the ideas flowing. This is the Idle Playthings Writer's Room. Thanks for coming, people. Where else are we going to be? North Korea? Hey! If only your pencil was as sharp as your wit, then maybe you'd actually write something. Ooh. Listen up, we've got two days until the podcast is out and still no end to the penis exam sketch. Now, is this a writer's room or the American government? Because at the moment, you're acting goddamn ineffectual. If we're the American government, then I'm about to pass a bill. What if the penis says, I really cocked up? Bill declined. Weber, what about you? We get the penis to sing. That's absurd. It's not totally absurd. My penis regularly hums barbershop. Focus, people. Throw me some puns. Bald duck. What a dick. Too hard. By the foreskin of his teeth. Funny. Genius. Really brilliant, guys. Just one question. Why are you here? Seriously, why? I'm going to have to fix this myself, again. And why is that? What do you mean? It's because you think you're the funniest, isn't it? What? Yeah, man, you're totally deluded. Guys, I'm perfectly sane. You mean sane? That's what I said. Are you sane, Caitlin? Of course I am. I'm the funniest one here. No, I'm the funniest. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I... Yeah. Listen, I'm the funniest, so my joke should go in the sketch. No, I'm the funniest, so mine should. Guys, I'm president for a reason. Because I'm the funniest. You think you're president because you're the funniest? Yeah. And how do you explain Nick being elected for president next year? Okay, yeah, that's true. Hey! But we all know I'm the funniest. No, you're not. I am. No, I am. No, I am. No. Stop! How is this helpful to any of us? Enough bickering. The joke shouldn't be chosen on who's the funniest. It should be chosen on the joke. We go through life taking sides, taking bribes, looking out for ourselves and not for the good of the collective. The joke should be chosen for the joke, nothing else. Comedy is the last true aristocracy. Meritocracy. Meritocracy. Do you know who told me that, Adam? I did. No, I did. Yeah, it, it was some. Well, then what was the point in saying my name? Listen, I think we all know what Max is saying. There's only one answer. My joke. How do you figure that? I created the sketch. No, the penis sketch is mine. I wouldn't sound so proud about that. No, not, not the penis sketch. <laughs> this sketch that we're in right now. Which I also wrote. Yeah, but from my idea, I gave it life. I am the god of this sketch, so I'm telling you, Adam, write in my joke. What a load of crap. Adam, you can't let him do this. What was your joke again? Damn it. It was, what a dick. I wonder where you got the inspiration. It was me! Yeah, it was Max. Okay, people, it's in. I guess now all that's left to do is see if it works. It's showtime. The Writer's Room, starring those nerds in the playthings, and me, a homeless man they paid to do this voiceover, written by Aaron Sorkin.
Okay, sir, it's time for your penis exam. Absolutely, Doc. I'm ready when you are. Okay, so first up, the oral exam. Penis, what is you've passed in Spanish? Has pasado. Correct. Next up, the physical. Penis, please ejaculate. Perfect. And finally, the memory test. Penis, what is your first memory? Hmm, well, I'd have to say... Yeah, ma'am! Wow, what a dick. Well, that sucked. Music legend Bob Dylan caused a stir a few weeks ago when he released a song that was 16 minutes long. So we got in touch to ask him some questions, and it turns out he is a massive fan of our podcast. Apparently, he loves ferrets, and they are our most frequent guests, so there you go. So as a treat, he told us he'd send a clip of his next song that he's been working on. So here is Mr Bob Dylan and his upcoming single. Hello everybody, Bob Dylan here. Now you may know one of my famous songs. The times they're changing. Many people think it's about generations, but it's actually about the running time of my own songs. My whole career they've been getting longer and longer and longer. My last was 16 minutes. My next is even longer, and it's based on a book. That book is War and Peace by Leonard Tolstoy. Please enjoy. Well, Prince, so Genoa and Luca are now just family estates of the Bonaparte. But I warn you, you don't tell me that this means war. If you still try to defend the infamies and horrors perpetrated by that Antichrist, I really believe he is Antichrist. I will have nothing more. Now, it was at this point in the song that we realised Mr Dylan hadn't just written a song based on the words in War and Peace, he'd actually written one using the words of War and Peace. In fact, the song included the entirety of War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. We probably should have realised when the audio file he sent us took up the memory of 12 separate laptops. In order to listen to the entire song, eight of our members had to take shifts. May God rest their souls. And tell me all the news It was in July 1805 And the speaker was the well-known Anna Pavlovna Maid of honor and favorite of The Empress Maria Fedorovna With these words she greeted Prince Vasily, go again. 
Sultans, who was first to arrive. You know what I miss about the glory days of radio? Twiddling the knobs, extending that aerial, turning it up to 11, feeling it go from AM to FM, not even caring that the neighbours can see. Close. <laughs> me too. For me, it's the feeling of freedom. You could change the frequency and find anything. Modern technology has deprived us of the thrill of hearing a police radio, someone requesting backup, the sounds of gunshots, and then silence. You're on the edge of your seats waiting to hear the all clear, but it never comes. Hours pass and the sirens start, then they fade and you come to realise you heard a man die. You come home and your mum is at the door. She's crying. You've never seen her cry before. It was your dad's first day on the force. He's dead. All you wanted was to hear your dad say he loves you over the radio. Lame. What a boring thing to wish for. I like those radio stations where you can hear whale sex noises 24-7. Yeah! And now, for whale sex noises, an impression by me, Ryan. Louise, hello. Just thought I'd pop on the radio to let you know I'm sitting in my car eating a donut with my coffee. Yes, I know. I'm a stereotype. What can I say? Oops, <laughs> spilt my coffee on my donut. Coffee donut. I guess life isn't too bad. Well, apart from that guy that just got melted. Uh. You've got to start with the crime stuff, Bill. Find something else. This is the ferret and the owl. The only two animals worth listening to. You see, the thing about capitalism is that it is the worst. Why'd you change it? Just didn't make sense. Well, I liked it. And the mouse had a great singing voice. <laughs> Man, that ferret is hilarious. The only radio show by dentists for dentists broadcast directly to your mouth, not your ears. It's Mola, I barely even knew her. And other reasons you're overcharging for dentistry. I can't do this, Sam. It's lost its charm, playing that sound effect and changing to different podcasts. It just doesn't work. I wanted you to distract you from your surroundings. Look around you. I am. What do you see? Describe it in d detail, the types of things you'd never have to say if two people were actually both there in person. We're at a funeral. And who's dead, I hear you cry? My dad. Yeah, you're right, here's a bummer. I'll, I'll just put the podcasts back on. Adam, if you're listening to this, I'm dead. And I know you are because you're a lame nerd who loves podcasts. I've got one thing to say. It's something I've wanted to say for a long time. But first, a message from our sponsors. Is your dad dead? Have you still not mastered wiping your butt? Tidy whities more like poopy brownies? Then we have the product for you. All new dad arm. Perfect for hugging at night and helping you to reach the stubborn parts of your crack. Enter co- Are you crying? He, he just- he knew me so well. I'll order two, so you can have one too. 
Hey there, are you a studious student with a love for laughter? Then why not join Baspar's very own comedy society, The Idle Playthings? Here at The Playthings, we're all about variety. That's right, Caitlin. We do all kinds of comedy. Observational, dark, absurd. And we perform a variety of disciplines, including improv, sketches and stand-up. And most importantly, we have a variety of members, tall and short. We're a hive of diversity. You can take it from us. It's two female members. Most importantly, it's a place you can feel like you belong. I love nothing more than coming in and hearing the guys talk about their ass-wiping routines because I'm one of our two female members. And there's nothing better than hearing Max Ponsonby describe the female genitalia. I should know. I own one of the two vaginas in the room. And I especially love hanging out with all the other women. Thanks, Caitlin. So join the idol play- Hey guys, what are you doing? Just recording that advert you wanted. Oh yeah, keeping things positive, I hope. Absolutely. Only mentioning the good stuff. Thank God. I'd hate for anyone to find out about the murder. See you in a bit. So join the idol playthings and meet us. It's two female members. There used to be three. Hey guys, have you heard of something called a clitoral erection? Because I know all about them. Yeah, they used to be. Na 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 I'm Dave Oh one kebab my good sir the best you got The best That would be the God kebab Ooh the dog kebab I bet it's good with brown sauce Me likey the brown sauce here you go, sir. That'll be £21.50. So where do you want quid for a kebab? Jesus Christ! I wouldn't say that anymore if I were you. Whatever. You got a bog? Through there. Cheers, my dears. Here we go, Daisy boy. Release the Kraken. Careful, David! Hey, who said that? Who's perving on me? Look down, David. Ah, but you're me kebab. I am your kebab, David. I am also you, the sun, the wind and the rain, the oceans and the moon and the very receptacle in front of you. I am everything. I am God. Huh. I'm here to teach you a simple lesson, David. Take care of your body. It is a temple. You must worship it, replenish it, and cleanse it of all unwanted evils. Yak in a bog. Got it. Well, no, no, no not quite. I... You feel that, kebab? That's fresh air. I know, David. I made it. Hey, Roger, is that you? Careful, David! 
I saw you looking at me, missus, last night, you twat. There is only one way to rectify hatred. Remember the good Samaritan. I'm gonna kill you, you plank. However much rage we feel, we must always remember these words. Love thy neighbor. Ah! Dear God! Oh, now look what you made me do. I said my name in vain. Sorry, me. I did what you said. Oh, mighty one. I quacked the was up with a Budweiser. No, David, I meant- Hey, ladies, remember to yak in a bog? David, what are you doing? Reading your gospel, kebab man. I'm a disabled. It's disciple, David. Jesus. Sorry, sir. Remember, David, your body is a temple. You don't just have to feed it beer. You can nourish it in other ways. You know what, Father? You haven't made much sense today, but that really hit home for me. I'm happy to hear that, David. What, what are you doing? Why are you bringing your mouth closer? Don't worry, Father. I'm just eating me kebab. Gonna nourish my body. I'm not. No, don't! I'm the kebab! Bad, David! Bad! Be gone! Be gone! So juicy. No, David! No, David! No! Oh! Actually, that's, that's not bad. Oh, Lord, I mean. Oh, oh, me. Oh, oh, me. Oh, David. So all of the idle playthings are social distancing at the moment, but one of our members, Mr. Maximilian Dennis Patrick Ponsonby, went into self-quarantine a long, long time ago because he has a heart condition. And so when he did, I asked him if he would keep a diary of his experiences in quarantine. And then I asked him to send it in for this very podcast. So let's hear what Max has been up to. Day one, I'm about to start self-quarantine. I'm feeling good. I've got all my favourite food. Gonna watch some Netflix. It's gonna be fine. Let's do this. I'll see you tomorrow. Day two. I can't do this anymore. I've run out of pompes. I've run out of pompes. Day five. Things are getting desperate. I haven't showered for eight days. Day ten. The food situation has worsened. Last night, my mug of paint water tipped onto my Fanta bottle, which then fell onto a half-eaten bowl of baked beans, which then rolled into a gone-off bowl of milk, which knocked over my homemade bong and spilt weed juice all over my seven packs of cereal. It's congealed into a toxic pool in the middle of my room. Still, tastes fine, so I can't complain. Day 21. It's lonely in lockdown. I've been masturbating so much my foreskin is detachable. My penis now has a coat. It's got a masturbation mac, a jack-off jacket, and a cock cagoule. Day 25. All this time alone has given me the time to read some books. I think I'm actually getting smarter. I read this book the other day that completely changed my attitude towards the anthropomorphification of the Lepidoptera family. I never knew caterpillars could be hungry too. Day 35. I broke lockdown today. I went up to the top of the hill to smoke some herbal cigarettes and look over the city. Then I heard this voice behind me go, what's he doing? And I turned around to see about 50 old people standing on the balcony of this old people's home staring at me. It was like some horror film. 
at one point this old lady's dressing gown flapped open and I saw the dangliest fanny I've ever seen in my life. I dropped my herbal cigarette and ran down the hill before they called the police. Well, that lady's fanny swallowed me up. Day 40. I made some tinfoil balls today. Day 51. I've now watched every episode of the Gilmore Girls twice. That show really gets me. Day 55. I think I'm reaching enlightenment. I've had so much time to think about the meaning of life and what we're all here for. I feel like that guy at the end of 2001, A Space Odyssey, when he turns back into a space baby and seals all those trippy lights flash past him. I've also taken up mushrooms. Day 68. I've had enough. I can't live like this anymore. Death is the only escape. I'm going to go outside and put my tongue down the throat of every stranger I come across. I've actually been practicing for years. It's finally coming in handy. Day 69. <laughs> you know, it's really exciting doing a sketches podcast, although I can't help but feel a bit sad about it. You see, a little while ago, I wrote a sketch that I was convinced was the greatest sketch of all time. And I brought it in and the Idle Playthings agreed with me. They said, Adam, this is the greatest sketch ever. Then we performed it. Audience wasn't that into it. And suddenly the other Playthings turned on me. They said, Adam, this is the worst sketch ever created. It's just, it's disgusting. It's horrible. It's, ah, oh, it's the worst. And you know what? Being here now, I think these are the last sketches I'm ever going to be doing with the Idle Playthings. And it's a shame that I never got to try that sketch again and prove them wrong. But, um, you know, that's that. So uh, here is a totally random sketch. You know him best as the King of Soul, the Master of Smooth, the Love Creator. And now he has a new fate-affirming album. He was big in the 70s, and it still is, ladies. He's 73 and Viagra-free. It's Clarence Bewilder. Hey, ladies. Ready for some funking? I'll funk you real good. Funking on the bed. Funking on the kitchen floor. Getting down to some good motherfunking. I'm talking about sex. With songs like Dirty. Baby, when we went Dutch, you said come back to my place. Take a ride on my face, let me feel ya. But we couldn't get on your bed, you had another man there instead. So I said, baby, let's get on the floor. It was so dirty. You didn't have a hoover. Luckily for you, babe. Luckily for you! This Mr. Moss was around. We live in political times, and Clarence sure knows how to send a message. These days, these days, these days, I feel so weak. The world, the world, the world is so hazy. I can't even, even touch no woman. It's too loud, too loud. Cause I have, I have, I have an STD. Wait, what? An STD, an STD, an STD, yeah. I got a soul-transmitted desire for you, baby. The king is an STD, yes. And chlamydia, too. The album comes with all kinds of earth-shattering tunes, perfect for a feisty party, such as Seeing is Believing. 
There's a type of woman I like. He likes. A woman with extraordinary side. Extraordinary side. She could be six foot wide. Six foot wide. As long as she's not cross-eyed. Not cross-eyed. Now baby. Ooh. I love bird watching. Ooh. And I don't mean stalking. No, no, no. And I won't give no apology for being into ornithology. I just want a lady. Ooh. One little lady. Who owns binoculars? Binoculars! This is my sole mission. Ooh, ooh. To find a girl with 2020 vision. Cause I have a tiny penis. Oh, oh, oh. Where else will she find it? Maybe try my So, by the new album by Clarence Bewilder entitled SCD, what should they do, girls? Buy the CD! I'm riddled with disease. Oh, yeah. So dead. <gasps> so dead. Hello, and welcome to History Quiz with your host, Nicholas Barbarella Weber. Hello and welcome to History Quiz, the quiz about things that happened. Not things that are happening now, or things that will happen in the future, but things that happened in the past. Basically, it's a quiz about history. Let's meet our contestants. First up is Lyle. Hi, I'm Lyle. I like dinosaurs. They're old. And competing against Lyle today is Toby. Hi, I'm Toby. I study the role of 18th century legalities in wars and conflict. I'm also feeling very confident today. (laughs) Toby, I understand you wanted to give a shout out to someone in the audience? Yes, my wonderful wife, Linda. Good luck, darling. Love you. How lovely. Now, let's get started. It's time for History Quiz. Okay, Lyle, you're first up. Why don't you start the category generator? Okay, boss. Oh, great work. Your category is personal history. So here's a question our researchers created just for you. In what hospital were you born? Hmm, that's a tricky one. Really? I'll have to go with Musgrove Park. Correct answer. 27 and a half points for you. Now, Toby, why don't you start the generator? Toby, your category is the lives of animals during Napoleonic rule. What? Here's your question. Napoleon's sister... Caroline Murat gave a carriage to his son, the King of Rome, which was pulled by what animals trained by Franconi, the famous circus trainer? Oh, I don't know. Lions? What an idiot! Who'd have lions pull a carriage? The answer was, of course, sheep! Lyle, back to you. Start the generator. 
Lyle, your category is personal history. What? Again? There's no limit on categories. Lyle, here's your second question. Who was the first girl you kissed? Hmm, this is difficult. Is it? Is it really? I believe it's a trick question. I have never kissed a girl, or anyone for that matter. Correct! 80,000 points to you! It pays to be a creep. Okay, Toby, your turn. Start the generator. Let me guess. Napoleon's pets. Nope. Oh, good. Toby, your category is the hygiene habits of Hadrian, Emperor of Rome. How? He keeps getting questions about him, and I'm getting the most difficult questions known to man. That's luck, Toby. Now, here's your question. When Hadrian had something stuck in his teeth, was his first response to A, flick it out with his tongue, B, pick it out with a fingernail, or C, burn a slave? That's ridiculous. I don't know. Use his tongue? Nope. It was another trick question. He'd do all three at the same time. Okay, on to the final round. Lyle, you know what to do. Wow, great spin. Your category is personal history. Fuck you. Lyle, here is your final question. It's a tough one, so get ready. This is tense. Okay, I'm ready. Lyle. What is your first name? You know, this always seems so easy at home, but when you're here in the studio... It's your name! He literally just said it! I'm blanking. It's Lyle. I'm literally telling you it's Lyle! Uh... Oh, time's up. The answer was Lyle. Oh, yeah. That means Toby is still in with a chance to win. Toby, spin the generator. Oh, goody. I can't wait to answer a question about Churchill's teeth brushing routine or what the hell. So one more spin and I'm done. You can do it, honey. Thanks, honey. Here we go. Toby, your category is personal history. What? Get in! (laughs) Finally! Here's your question. Get this right and you'll win the game, along with the prize fund of £15 million. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I am ready. Toby, here's your question for £15 million. How many times have you cheated on your wife? What? Uh, I, uh, um... Toby, what's going on? I, I, um... Man, I love my job. Uh... Ooh, time out. Thank God. Nobody has to know. For those of you playing at home, the answer was seven. We are done, Toby. I'm out of here. Linda, no, wait. So, Toby, how do you feel about your answer? This is so embarrassing. I thought it was eight. Well, that's it for today's show. Lyle goes home with a prize fund of 15 million. I'm gonna buy a girlfriend. We'll see you next time on... What's it called again? 
Ah, who cares? I'm rich either way. Good night. You've been listening to History Quiz, the show all about, um, what's it about again? Geography? No. Oh, um, oh, is it quantum physics? No. Oh, um. So we're nearly done with today's episode of the podcast. However, I prepared something a little special for the members of the Idle Playthings because we've been recording these sketches over Zoom and Google Meet and sending in audio clips we've recorded alone and putting them all together. And it doesn't always go as planned in the recordings. So I've put together some of our best outtakes. Enjoy. Hello. 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 Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you, Nick. Sick. Nick, sick. Hmm. Focus, people. Throw me some puns. Balls up. What a dick. Too hard. By the foreskin of his teeth. Painted the memory. Funny. One word. One word. You really captured the essence of me. There's a type of woman I like. Can I do that again? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Such an actor. Anthropomorph... 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 Anthropomorphification. Nice. I'll do it one more time. Yeah, it was Max. <laughs> do yeah, it was Max again? Yeah, it was Max. Do it one more time, because you cut out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was Max. Lepidoptera. Lepidoptera. Lepidoptera, Lepidoptera, Lepidoptera. Anthropomorphical. I am the god of this sketch, so I am telling you, Adam, right in my <laughs> joke. You guys oh, do yeah. that with gay because Max is laughing. <laughs> oh, <shit>. Sorry. <laughs> right. Do that question one more time so it gives you a choice. I'm a crescent. I'm a crescent. <laughs> I'll do that last line again. Penis. What is you've passed in Spanish? Has pasado. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard it coming up twice, I was like, wow, I said it really high then. <laughs> and one more time. Good luck. Hey, you guys. Have you heard something? Oh, fuck. Hopefully that's all right. Sorry, and um, it's a bit of a... Ugh. So those were our sketches. We hope you enjoyed them. And as we're leaving now, we might as well check back in with Mr. Bob Dylan to see how his song's going. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. 